Hello? Hello. Well, there we are. <laughs> all right, all right. You're not pretty nicely. Um, yeah. Uh, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, and yourself? I'm doing pretty good. I mean, besides a few fireworks going around the plate, otherwise, not so bad. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, now, um, I guess I'll let you introduce yourself. Um, how you feel about BDSM and uh, how you got started? Okay, so you want me to introduce myself? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm a little nervous, so you're just going to have to bear with me. No, no problem at all. Okay, so, hi, my name is Danica Goro. And no, that is not my real name, but that is the name I model with. And um, I live, yeah, <laughs> I live in Washington State. Um, I'm a mom of a 13-year-old, and um, I also got three cats. One of them sleeping over here, giving me the side eye. Um, All right. When I'm not modeling, um, I work full time doing data entry, and I go to school full time working on my degree. And how I got into BDSM, it actually was back in high school when I was 18 years old. Um, I had a boyfriend. Oh. Yeah, I had a boyfriend who was a year younger than me. And he was um, he was in this thing called the Explorers Program. So they like ride around with the police and everything. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he was into like bondage. So we would do stuff with handcuffs. And um, he would he also kind of liked to do some impact play which I wasn't too keen on but I definitely like bondage stuff and um, yeah I've just been delving in it on and off nothing too serious but my interest in going deeper into it peaked last year so um, only I could find someone to really engage in it with um, <laughs> life would be very fulfilling right now all right, okay. I'm I'm hearing uh I'm definitely hearing that in your voice there. I guess I can see how you found me on here on um, on Instagram. Yes. Now it makes more sense. <laughs> uh, now it make yeah, it makes a whole lot more sense. Um you know, seeing as how you had the whole handcuff thing going on with your uh down in high school. And that's kinda of interesting really. Um I guess in my case, I found most of mine on the internet. I didn't really, really? start getting, I, yeah, I really didn't start getting into it until like eight years ago. Um, found me a mentor or somebody to help show the ropes and how deep it can go. And yeah, the riff is history. Um, now, one thing I want to ask also is, uh, what would you say would probably be the hard limits for you in BDSM? Like, hell no, you're not going to do. I will not do any race play. Okay, I'm behind that. Yes, um, I primarily have been intimate with you know white men, but I have been with other men, and I've been encountered the white men that want to do some race play kind of stuff. I don't know if they've been watching Ghetto Gaggers or what, <laughs> but <laughs> and. Um, yeah that's not gonna happen we're not doing no racial slurs we're not putting nooses around my neck or anything like that so i won't do that um i yeah i also um i don't really like being slapped in the face or spit on okay all right 
yeah those are those are really my limits right there and anything involving like cutting and blood yeah something about that blood coming out might just kind of hit the, hit the nerve there yeah yep <laughs> I, I think in my last podcast we were talking about knife edge play now like i said it, it depends on the person but for a lot yeah something about that knife and poking just ain't quite doing the job you know exactly <laughs> okay well seeing as how those are uh definitely some of the hard limits um slapping around and stabbing that would definitely do it um what would say something would definitely one of your kinks something you really enjoy big time one thing i really enjoy i don't even know if this is a kink i love being spanked okay impact all right yes impact i like being spanked not hard enough to where i'm bruised and can't sit down for weeks but um you know i was abused as a child so and so my mom was the main one who would hit me all the time and um i didn't have a say so if i was going to be hit or not you know be spanked and whatnot so my first experience um my first sexual experience where i was spanked it was really liberating because i had the control to say i want you to spank me i want you to spank me this hard or this soft so that's that's one of my favorite kinks that and doggies okay all right (laughs) that that's that is deep that's that's deep there i mean i'll tell people the time they don't really realize how much um one's kinks made me come back from the childhood and how much it can affect us to you know to this day yes that says a lot when you say anything else besides spanking which is probably the only one another kink of mine is fishnets fishnet really yeah, like fishnet stockings and outfits. Not for the guy, but for me. It's like if if I'm being intimate, I have to wear fishnets. It's just something that they're just so sexy and arousing. I don't know why. Uh, you don't know why that is. I have no idea why that is. I just find something just really arousing and sensual about like fishnet stockings and bodysuits. I, I'm pretty sure there's got to be definitely something behind that, like a trigger of some kind. I do wonder, but for now, I would say fitness stockings. Are, yeah, that was like a bad thing. Definitely not a bad deal there. Yeah. Um, so we got spanking, fitness stockings, and and dogging. All right. Okay. That. Mm-hmm. Um, now tell me this: Have you um, ever been in a DS relationship, or ever sought out one? I actually was, I've never been in one, but I was interested in seeking out one um, with the gentleman who was polyamorous because he lives that kind of a lifestyle. Um, But no, I wasn't his cup of tea. So no. Um, Okay. I didn't want your cup of tea. What what made him, what made you not his cup of tea? Uh, he, he had some weird stuff going on and it seemed like there was only a certain type of woman that he was interested in that was willing to put up with his bullshit and I wasn't. Uh, so okay. yeah. Yeah. Like, so that's not going to work. <laughs> All right. All right. That came out just fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me see. Well, see, that one kind of just went down the, down the crapper. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. How long would you say you really got involved in the BDSM? I really got into it back in 2011, I think it was. This is an embarrassing story, but I was the side piece, well, one of the side pieces of a guy in the military. And um, yeah, he was married, but he and his wife had an open relationship, but he he had a bunch of ladies and I was one of his ladies. And uh, yeah, and so, yeah, we definitely did a lot of BDSM type of stuff. He was actually the one who introduced me to choking. Um, uh, yes. Okay. So with him, we were doing a lot of choking, spanking, bondage. Um, we tried to do some wax play, and that didn't go over too well. I don't think he really knew what he was doing. Thank you. <laughs> but... <laughs> I take okay. it okay. I, I, that didn't that did not end on a happy note. I take it. No, so I've been a little hesitant to try wax play again. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I guess after something like that, that would definitely yeah, that would yeah, that definitely do it. <laughs> Holy crap. Okay. Um, well, what would be probably um, a kinky stories you may have had in BDSM or maybe BDSM blooper, something that kind of gone somewhat AWOL? I'll tell you the kinkiest story was a boyfriend I had back in 2012 and um, we were doing some bondage stuff like I had actually had him handcuffed and you know I was giving him and everything and I was play biting you know and he got Mm -hmm. nervous and so when I went to bite down uh, he pulled back and I clamped down on it and uh, got up pulling his back and I was like oh my god did I hurt you and he was like no I think I'm okay so I was continuing to do the oral sex and then I noticed something warm salty and metallic in my mouth oh boy sorry about that oh what happened I think I pressed something and it got disconnected or the story was getting too juicy so a higher power was like oh you need to stop that Oh God, that's okay. I don't have no problem editing and, fi- and fixing that a little bit anyway. But um, okay. <laughs> the power of editing, I just, yeah, I just, I just go those two, two, two together. No big deal. <laughs> yeah. But okay, to finish so basically- the story, uh, yeah. So I, we had to take him to the emergency room and had to tell the doctors what happened. <laughs> oh my God. He said, he, yeah, some he was metal. What'd you say? <laughs> you said it was something metal, meta- uh, metallic or something? Yeah, he was bleeding. So you know how blood has that metallic smell and yeah. taste to it? So yeah, we took him to the emergency room. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that that would, yeah, that would definitely, that would definitely do the job. Good grief. He was more concerned about when we could have sex again than what happened to his penis, but yeah, that was quite interesting. Okay, okay, I, I guess I can see your point there. Yeah. Um, what would uh, I think of that that horror story situation right there? Um, <laughs> that that's that's one story I can see no guy I want to definitely have to have to hear about. <laughs> Sorry, that's the only kinky story uh, I could think of. 
Uh, okay, I guess put it this way. What would be a scenario or something you always fantasize about happening for you if you had to make it just the way you wanted it to go? The scenario that I would like to do, I call it playing master and servant. It's not race play, but it's like me being, I'm the master and whoever I'm with, male or female, is the servant. And I, I think kind of like a scenario where I'm like Marie Antoinette, you know, something like that, you know, just very classy and, you know, you're just, I don't know how to describe it, but that's just something I really wanted to do. Or like, I'm a geisha and the other person is my servant. That was a scenario I really wanted to do. Ooh, well, look at you. Okay. All right. (laughs) All right. Okay. Would you say you're probably into uh, role play, cosplay scenario as well? Yes. Okay, I can see that kink. Okay, all right. Um, when did you first have this fantasy, and where do you think the origin came from? Well, I think the geisha fantasy came from when I went to Japan as a foreign exchange student. It was definitely a culture shock for me. This was my first time being in another country that wasn't Canada. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, and it was just beautiful and the kimonos and the ladies over there. And that's where that came from. And then the Marie Antoinette thing, I don't know. I just find women of that era to just be really beautiful and proper and just kind of sexy and dangerous. Okay, well, look at here. Okay. So now I'm seeing more of uh, seeing more of your perspective on that there. Okay. All right. I like that. I like a little bit of cosplay, role play. That works out just fine. Everybody got their own style, but okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, what would you say, what would you like most um, about BDSM, what you don't like about BDSM? I think what I like most about it is the creativity. It's so much you could do into it. Um, I have found it to be very therapeutic. It's not therapy, but it has been therapeutic. Like in terms of like the spanking, being able to take the control and say what I want done to my body and how I want it done, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I think what I what I like least about it is if you get someone who doesn't really understand consent or boundaries or they don't care. And they just, yeah, they just want to start slapping you and spitting on you and choking on you when you didn't even discuss started anything to get mad because you tell them, get the hell off me and leave, you know? Yeah, that's one thing I don't like. That would kind of do a lot to everybody, to a lot of people, yeah. Exactly, yeah. That kind of thing, yeah, that, yeah, that would do it. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Have you ever run into anybody like that on recently, or anybody who actually knew they were talking about it all recently? Who doesn't really understand boundaries and stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, one guy I briefly dated, yes, but that was like I want to say about eight years ago, and then okay, okay. Um, recently. Well, I think this happened last year, a couple years ago. This didn't involve me, but here in Washington, there was a rock musician that was accused of having a BDSM sex cult where he was abusing multiple women, allegedly. 
And that kind of sparked a discussion with me, my friends, and many other people in BDSM community about like consent and, you know, people being in that community that really have no place to be in there. But thankfully, I haven't run into anybody like that. Thank God for that. Good God. I've been hearing mm-hmm. quite a few. I've been hearing quite a few of those stories lately. Did it? Yeah, I think my yep. last podcast I heard about that about um that kind of situation where guys are running amok and just don't care. Mm-hmm. That might cause an issue, buddy. Oh yeah, cause an issue. But um, I guess hearing this from you and everything you've seen and BDSM completely, would you say that? Uh, in the kink community that the black uh, community is really starting to grow into kink or would you say it's still not big enough? I just feel like it's not big enough. You know, like when when I'm on Instagram and I look up, you know, pictures or even just doing a Google search, I just feel like I don't see enough, you know, black and other non-white kinksters. And that's no shade at that, you know, our white counterparts, but... I just don't, I'm not seeing them represented the way we should be. And the thing about like BDSM, like the history of it, the elements of it goes back very far. You know, like there's elements of, that are incorporated in BDSM that come from like Mesopotamia, which is modern day Iraq, that come from Africa, Greece, all different parts of the world. But I feel like a lot of times our white counterparts are pretty much seen as the faces of BDSM. Because I know the 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 SM part, the sadomasochism, is named after Marquis de Chade and another gentleman who are both from Europe. Mm-hmm. But there's so many people that have had a hand in creating, you know, the realm of BDSM. And yeah, I don't feel that we're represented or seen as much. And I also don't like being told by someone that my place, my only place in BDSM and kink is to do ghetto gaggers. It's not. Jesus Christ. I, I only can imagine who might be saying that kind of thing. My God. Ghetto yeah, it's gaggers. like, no. Yeah, that's not a good, especially in this day and time with what we got going on with the race relations. That's something we don't want to be hearing, definitely. No. Exactly. That is the last thing we want to be hearing. Mm-hmm. That is so okay. true. I, I'm not trying to hear that. I don't support that. I mean, you do you, but no, don't be talking to me like that. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that, 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 that yeah, that would do the job. Yes. <laughs> One there. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Tell me, is there anything else you would, uh, I guess, like to say before we uh, get this podcast to a close? Well, I would just like to say thank you so much for this opportunity. You know, I'm so new to fetish modeling, if you even call it that. And I'm so glad I found you and many other kinksters such as myself on IG. So I'm really glad that I got this opportunity. Hmm, okay. I will say that you definitely, I like hearing your perspective. Now, I will admit, yeah, if you were definitely in Texas, we would probably definitely no problem talking about rope and all the other kinks going on in media stuff for sure. Oh um, yes. I can tell the passion and that's something I try to tell people in media soon. There need to be definitely a lot more of us 
black folks coming together. I mean, we're slowly getting there, but still got a ways to go. Oh, yeah, we do. We do. Yeah, still definitely a ways to go. Okay. Well, I will say I'm glad that I was able to have you today. And uh, we can cut this to a close here. And everybody listening, I hope you enjoyed. And I hope to see you again next time. All right. right. Y'all be safe out there. Happy 4th. <laughs> Happy 4th indeed. <laughs> anyway, until next time. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you have any kinky stories or confessions that you really want to have me read on this podcast, you can just send it to my email at bdsmnoirlife at gmail.com. Or you can find it in pretty much my bio on Anchor or my Instagram. Anyway, if you also want to find more bonus stories or ASMR, you all can check out my Patreon. I'll be constantly be putting more and more content of whatever comes in my life. But anyway, until next time.